Shalom, this is Resilient One. I wanted to get on here and talk about 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 6, and how it connects through to um, narcissistic personality disorder and psychopaths and sociopaths and antisocial people. Um, I... I just, I remember reading something. I, okay, so I, I have a little tight tap and exception, exception with, obsession, excuse me, with narcissistic personality disorder and personality disorders in general, because I am curious about them because I typically do attract these type of people. And so I try to learn about them and study them and try to, you know, hopefully develop defense mechanisms away from them. But um, what I also notice is there's a lot more people who have met narcissistic people or antisocial people or psychopaths in the last couple of years. And I remember reading some comments on a video I was watching and multiple videos and multiple articles and, and everywhere, social media, anything I read it some people have asked why is there a huge huge amount of narcissistic psychopathic antisocial people nowadays why is it so prevalent why is it why is every almost every person you meet it seems like they have some type of personality disorder and so um I was thinking about it and I remember that in um, in the Bible, Paul warned us about people who would be like this. He he warned us. He said in the in the, so back in the days before things were done away with, and now you know America, it's it's pretty much it's a wrap here. So a lot of these spirits that were hidden in some ways um they're now latching on to weaker vessels of human beings and some people have had them you know from their childhood it might have been a snare that they had when they're a child and and then that spirit that demon it sees that that person is not healed and so it latches on and it revs up the dark darkness in them um and so the same thing can go with, yeah, I mean, sorry, let me just say it. it so, yes, yeah, so the darks, the darkness of a person is being rubbed up because there's a spirit attached. And um, now, how can you tell this person has a dark entity spirit attached to them that Paul warned us about in the end times would be prevalent? I mean, he told us we are going to have to be vigilant you know like the messiah said or the most High said be sober be vigilant because your enemy uh the devil is uh roaring around like a lion seeking to destroy anybody and so when you meet these people who have high narcissistic psychopathic antisocial behavior and they don't care of course because they have this they have a spirit on them yes it's mental illness Yes, I believe in mental illness, but I also believe that these people, they were scarred in their childhood. And that's when that spirit 
came upon them are maybe they got a little bit better and towards these end times that spirit those spirits those demons that are walking around we can't see them they're latching on to people as many people as possible who have that darkness in them that hasn't healed and so you know a lot of people because of the stuff that's going on in this world you know the uh, i think is sorry so i think somewhere in matthews i want to say 23 Matthews, maybe Matthew 23, 3, I'm probably wrong, but it talks about the Messiah talks about the love of many will wax cold. Now, why is it going to wax cold? Because, because of iniquity, a lot of bad stuff. You're going to, you know, like I go on my news break and I see all these stabbings, all these killings, you know, um, just bad, crazy stuff. And I mean, any, wherever you guys live, you guys can see that lawlessness has gotten out of control um being a, a godly kindly a kind person a, a, a person that does good you are going to be shunned and you're going to be hated so guess what's going to happen most people because they're weak they're going to turn to hate they're going to turn to hate they're going to let the love that naturally if that was in them they're going to let that wax cold and they are going to become the worst people ever. They're going to they're going to follow the sheeple, the two thirds, because it's not cool. It's not safe to be a kind hearted person. It's not cool. It's not safe to have empathy. It's not cool. It's not safe in this world to these people to be vulnerable. Instead, they turn like the world. And so anyway, in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 6, it talks about signs that you have walked into these people. And, you know, again, these demonic spirits that are attached to broken vessel people who have darkness in them that never healed. So some of the signs is that they will be lovers of their own self. So again, you got people who go on social media and I know this sounds very judgmental but it's true like okay you can you can and this is something simple but uploading a picture every day and you're in the same pose and you just you're just you're 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 just posing the same pictures every day and you know every every other every hour every hour you're posting at least five different posts and then you um, you see somebody's in trouble and hurt and you don't want to help them because you're thinking about how that would affect you in your time. Like to say someone's on their way to work and they see that someone's fell over They're They don't want to help that person. They, they got to get to work. They, they only they're only thinking about themselves. Um, so lovers of selves, they're just going to be vanity. Uh, they're going to be filled with vanity, filled with self-preservation to the max there's nothing wrong with being self-preservate having self-preservation that could save your life but when you're doing self-preservation when someone's dying and sick and there are someone fell right in front of you and you're too scared to help them up because they might have the coronavirus on them or you know they they you know you know just love wax cold crazy people i just don't know so anyway um boasters proud so Again, this goes into a little bit of narcissistic and psychopathic people. They are very proud people. You cannot tell a narcissist anything. 
You cannot tell them when they hurt you. Like the scariest thing I've ever come across is a narcissist who knows about narcissism, but they don't see it in themselves. That is one of the most scariest things to come across. Because again, in the Bible, it says for you to self-examine yourself. So these people lack self-examination of oneself. They can't they, they might feel a little bit of shame about what they did, but they'll do it again because they'll make up something in their minds that it was that person's fault or, you know, they, they, they don't actually change. They just, they keep going. They're, they never change who, you know, their bad behavior. They just cover it up better or manipulate people to make it look like they feel bad about it. So yeah, they'll be proud. You, you, yes, like I said, you will talk to them and, You'll ask, you'll tell them like, hey, you hurt my feelings or hey, you know, um, you you can't get anything across from them if you're, you're trying to, not, I wouldn't say even teach them something. If you're trying to show them some facts, they don't want to come down to your low level and agree with you. Instead, they just think they're always right. They're never wrong. And that you are the one who has the problem or you're the one who's stupid and who doesn't know any better. I am all knowing proudness you know and this in these last days a lot of people are going to be super proud um disobedience to parents so right so a lot of children nowadays you see how they don't honor their father or mother and they're they, and they're out you know there's children out here d just talking to their parents like they're their best friend um th there's no structure in the household because the parents nowadays they can't they can't whoop their child they can't uh, discipline their child without their child you know turning it back on them and saying that the parents abusive so these children now they know okay you know society has set it up where parents can't be parents no more to their children and you trickle that down from years and years and years now you got children who you can't control unless you are punishing them getting them some you know punishment and a lot of kids learn early on that, oh, mommy yelled at me in a specific, a certain way. And my teacher, Samantha, said, oh, that's abusive. Or a lot of children learn that, oh, if you whoop me on my butt, that's that's abuse. And now so they'll they'll use that against the parents. And if you got kids who learn those specific things and now they take the states, the, the government takes that away from parents, you're going to have generations of children later on which is now who are rebellious against their parents um another one is unthankful so you know working working the fast food industry watch how people just treat you like crap when they think you're not making much or they they, they just think you're low life and poor they won't say thank you they'll they might throw their hand their their, their money in your in your face they they're very rude towards you. And it's like, I think one of the scariest things is, I, this is why it was, I'm gonna say this. I don't go, I, don't, I try to stay away from someone who's narcissistic. As soon as I figure out they're narcissistic, I don't talk to them. But I was out to dinner one time with this narcissistic person and um, they were talking to the waiter all crazy, not realizing that the waiter can, I worked in restaurants, I did chef work and I know how people act in those environments. You go behind the scenes, you're like, damn, there's this bitch at the table. Somebody, your food might drop. And they'd be like, whoops, you know, they don't care. You got a whole, you know, in the kitchen, 
that's a family of people. Those some of those people have been working there for years, you know, and they accidentally dropped the food. And if, if that person's highly respected and liked in that restaurant, and they accidentally dropped the food to give it to that person who's out in the dining restaurant who's a bitch or an asshole, no one's gonna report that worker because they're all gonna laugh. And, and as a matter of fact, they're gonna get joy out of knowing that you ate a nasty piece of food that fell on the floor because you were treating that waiter like crap. So I don't go out if I catch someone who's rude towards the um, rude towards the, the 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 workers and the staff at restaurants. I, I don't eat out with them never again because that that puts to me that puts me in a spot where I can get my food contaminated um, with. And I've seen it myself in restaurants that I have worked at. I have worked at restaurants all over my my city and all over the state doing chef work and I've seen enough. I've seen, I worked with a lot of people in the chef industry and I'm telling you, you don't ever eat out with the person who's rude. So again, it comes to that being unthankful that these people are in a hot kitchen burning themselves. I've been burned many times cooking food, burning themselves, washing their hands, cooking you some food that you enjoy and you can't even say thank you or give them enough time to get your food prepared because sometimes in the back of a kitchen it could be swamped with a lot of orders and you might have to wait a little bit longer but see when you are dealing with the psychopath narcissist they think once they order they get their food right away and the fact that they didn't get their food right away their feelings is hurt they gotta hurt your feelings they gotta they gotta hurt you the way they're feeling hurt by them not getting their food and they won't say thank you after they get it. In fact, they might insult you further while getting it. And that's what I witnessed with the narcissist I went out with. And I actually had to tell this person, like, you need to chill. You know, you need to stop talking to these people this way. And, you know, when the when the waiters came back, the person I went out to eat with, they, they asked the person, did I offend you? You know, I'm just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And the waitress actually said, you know what? that's okay you know like I, I know everybody's hungry so basically the waitress caught on to the person's bad behavior but the person was so deluded in their mind that they didn't even know that they were being an, a bitch towards the person like they didn't even know they didn't even know and so little you know later on the nurse the nurse I mean the the, the waitress gave me extra you know candy to go home with hey I like I like candy but she gave me some extra candy because she saw that I cared about her personal well-being enough to confront this person and tell them to calm it down don't talk to people who are your strangers these anyway I'm sorry y'all I'm going on a tangent but that unthankfulness unholy now the scariest people okay I expect any any old body in the world when we walk outside as Israelites or Christians we know the majority of people are unholy, but the scariest people who are unholy are those who say they're Israelites are Christians. They have no righteousness to them, but they, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get down to number five real quick. Cause I want to put a whole unholy. They have a form of godliness, but they lack the power. So therefore, and it says, turn away from those type of people. So when you're around a Christian or an Israelite and they, you got to teach them how to have the fruits of the spirit. You got to teach them how to be a kind hearted person, how to be meek, how to be humble. That's a devil right there. That's a person who is 
emulating what it looks like to be a good Christian or they're emulating what it looks like to get be a, a good Israelite. So they might got their fringes, their ribbon of blue. They might do Sabbath every day. I mean, every Sabbath, sorry. They might do Sabbath every four times a month. They might do their high holy days. They, they, they break bread. They, you know, they, they know the scriptures and precepts like by like the back of their hand, but they're wicked as hell because you have come across a demonic spirit. Now, how can you tell that these Christians and, and Israelites are wicked as hell? Um, is that they lack natural affection. That goes into also like being kind hearted because that's why it's good to follow the laws. But you'll notice sometimes we Israelites focus on the law so much that we don't even focus on the fruits of the spirit, which will also give us a peace that the most high gives us because we're also still, we can be still considered under grace too. <clears throat> In my book, because you know, I have come across Israelites who follow the laws to the T, but they are the most cruelest, meanest people I've ever met. And I, I don't, and I don't know in their minds where they think that's cool, but you know, it's because I think they're, there's so much under the laws that they feel like, you know, because they do the high holy days, because they, they do the Sabbath and they break bread, that the most high is going to forgive them for, for being a snare in their own brother or sister's life are, you know, being a bully or being narcissistic, having, you know, narcissistic traits and not, you know, you can't fix a narcissist, you can't fix a psychopath. And that's the thing. Now, imagine you got these people in your camp, in your church, and there's there's not much you can do about it because not too many people understand these evil spirits, you know, and also, it, they, you know, a lot of these evil spirits, they know the Bible and they know that when they're around a, a good, you know, the, the actual few remnant, remnants of people who are left, usually the remnants of Israel will usually definitely have a kind heart they will definitely have the fruits of the spirit in them and they can still follow the laws where they they don't i'm not saying rely on the laws but there are people who just rely on the laws and they think that's that's their gateway into heaven or into the kingdom not knowing that there's also you know the most high knows your heart he knows that okay if you have a form of unnatural affection towards your brother and sister where you are hurting them you are literally making someone feel uncomfortable and you don't care that is a huge problem to the most high because here's the thing people you know narcissistic people when and, and psychopaths when they are in the church or a camp or when you're just meeting them and they're not and they're not even in that they just think that they're so important that you don't matter to nobody you can meet these narcissistic psychopathic people on the job and they will not care about you. They will feel like you are a lesser person, not knowing that there might be someone, you know, like a job's different. Usually when there's a high level of narcissistic people, usually the higher ups are the same way. And someone, someone is enabling a lot of a group of people. So that's different. But th there's always going to be a God. That is watching everything. And so you, 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 you know, like I always say um, to these people, laugh now, cry later. 
Um, you know, the most high records every action that these people do. And, you know, a lot of these narcissistic, uh, psychopathic, antisocial people who are outside the church, they don't believe in the God because they can't fathom it. They, they can't fathom it. It's unbelievable. They become atheists or agnostic or Buddhist, anything but having something that could have control over you. Because when you're a narcissist or a psychopath, you value science over spiritual, over the God. I mean, like this whole world was created by God, but this whole world revolves around God. Like the, the amendments resolve around, amendments revolve, resolve, revolve around the most high. Um, history, like I'm, I was watching some, I love history and I've been watching stuff and how they base history off of t the time when the Messiah came on the earth and after the Messiah came on the earth. You're telling me that you can't believe these things? Why would, why would scientists even, okay, so you're an atheist agnostic and you say you believe in science, but even the scientists that, that mark stuff down, the, the, the people who mark down fossils and, 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 and whatever the heck they find, they always say AD after death are, are common era, common, common, common time. I forgot all the abbreviations, but even the scientists use the Messiah as, as a, as a timestamp as to what they, when they find archeological uh, discoveries. So you're telling me that you are so smarter than the most high. And that's because they have a hard time wrapping their minds around something that has control over them. A lot of people don't want to be out of control. And so if you know, you have to believe in the God that, that you can't see that you can't prove exists because you haven't tried to connect with him. I, like I said, there, are, I, 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 I'm telling you, you can sit in a room by yourself open your Bible, fast, pray diligently and study and the most high will come to you. I can guarantee unless he does not dealing with you and he's not dealing with you at that time, but he will come to you. I am telling you, you will, you will, you will start seeing things in your life that are that, that, that no, nothing. You can't explain it. You can't explain the stuff that you'll start seeing. He'll give you sometimes, I don't want to say supernatural abilities, but for a second, he'll let you have something that you can't explain to science to nothing. You'll sit there like, did that just happen? Did I just feel this sensation? Did I just get these visions? And, and you'll, you'll realize that there's something more than these stupid scientists that are deceivers. They're huge deceivers, but I digress. My bad. Sorry, y'all. But yeah, Christian or Israelite, um, believers are to me worse than non-believers because they should know better, but they, first of all, they don't really believe in God. They don't really believe in the most high. They don't believe in the most high. They don't. They, they think they can outsmart the most high. I've seen it. I've seen people treat me like crap and, and make excuses for their behavior because they think that they are smarter than God. They have no fear of God. They have no fear of the most high. They have no fear of him. And I'm not, and I am saying this, you don't treat people like crap and you can't treat people like crap. And then say you love God at the same time, because all of us are, I want to say little mini gods, but it says in John that ye are God, but you die like men. 
So all of us have a piece of God in us. And so when someone, a brother or sister is treating you like crap, they are also treating God like crap. And God is seeing everything. He sees everything. He knows your inner thoughts. So these narcissistic, uh, narcissistic, uh, psychopathic people in these camps and churches don't care. They don't fear God. They think they're smarter than God, as a matter of fact. Okay, so another one how you can tell that you have come across a, a psychopath narcissist who has these Jezebel demonic spirits on them because remember Paul said in the last day that these people will be that you I mean you're going to come across one out of well, let me see five out of ten people are going to have this personality disorder that's what I have gathered I have not met everybody in the world but a lot of people have this wicked spirit upon them that is prevalent all over I mean all over and if you have if you have a seal of God on you if you are just a naturally sensitive person or if you just have the fruits of the spirit on you these people will attack you to make you like them they will the main thing that these spirits do when they come to you and they start wanting to be your friend or they want to be your lover or they want to be your bestie or they you know they they you know they could be your family member they could be your mom they could be your father they could be your child they want to destroy you the way they are destroyed. I, I personally almost am starting to believe that a lot of them know that they have no future with the most high. And so they know you do. So what are they going to do? They're going to try to make you fall out with God by any means necessary. They might even try to provoke you to to, to commit crimes, to kill them. They might provoke you to kill them because it says thou shall not kill. They might provoke you to kill yourself because they know thou shall not kill. They might provoke you to go to jail. So therefore, now you're definitely going to be surrounded by a lot of antisocial behavior people. Now they got you under lock and key because while you're out here in the world, you're kind of semi free. You know, you can duck and dive these people, duck and dodge these people. But once you get into a prison, oh, yeah, prisons are filled with these type of spirits you know you might get those few people who were framed for something but the majority of people who are in prison are filled with these spirits on them so once you're locked once you're in those places you're under lock and key and so that's why these spirits are prevalent they want you to lose your soul they want you to lose your spot in the kingdom they want you to be nothing like they are to the most high and they're extremely jealous of you that's another thing about narcissistic people and in these personality disorders is that they're extremely jealous why are they jealous they're jealous because they you lack you have something that they lack you know i have watched a teaching where it said that people who are people nowadays if you're a believer you know if you're a believer you're pretty much sealed. You got the seal of the most high on you. And I truly believe there is a light like the Messiah says that you will possess in the darkness of worlds. And these evil, demonic, narcissistic, psychopathic people see that light in you. So you got to what does, what does God say? Put on the armor of God like all the time. Pray when you're around these people, leave them alone. Because like it says in 2 Timothy 3, 5, it says, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof such from such turn away so when you recognize that you're dealing with a spiritual demonic person 
walk away. Now, see, most of these narcissistic personality disorder people, they usually discard you before you discard them. Don't feel hurt by that. Do not feel hurt. In fact, rejoice that the devil fleed away from you. And I mean that rejoice because the devil is no longer trying to destroy you through that person no more. Let them discard you. Let them walk away. Let them go. You are not missing anything but someone who's going to try to destroy you even further. Let them walk away. I'm telling y'all, I have went through some stuff. And you know what? I used to get hurt when these narcissistic, demonic people would give me the cold shoulder, give me the silent treatment as if I did something wrong for standing up to their demonic behavior. Now I don't care. Because when they come back around to try to destroy me again for the second time, they're going to be met with ah, cr crickets, just nothing, air, silent. Okay? Because they're nothing to me. And I, and I always mean that. You know, the last narcissistic, parasitic demon person I had to contend with, they try to make me look like I was in the wrong for not forgiving them and letting them back in my life. Now, you can forgive somebody, but that doesn't mean you let them back in. And you can call someone out on their behavior and call them what they are because even the Messiah called out spirits. Even the Messiah said he, he asked these, 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 these spirits that were inside these people, who are you? And when you call out these demonic narcissistic people and they try to turn around on you, telling you, you got to forgive them because you got to forgive them seven times, 77. No, no, you can forgive them. But that, that 77 times ain't happening, bro. And I mean that, bro, sis, ain't happening. You are out of my life. I am not going to mess up my salvation by being entangled with some drama and unnecessary demonic attacks. If I see you for who you are, I will leave you alone. There's going to be no 70 times, seven to seven times, a bazillion times forgiving you. Because guess what? You, the one thing about these narcissistic people is they want you to lose your salvation by having you not forgive them. They will do so much stuff to you that you end up having a hatred towards them. And if you hate someone, guess what? The most high ain't going to be, he's not going to forgive you. So another thing these dumb people do, these demonic spirits do is they'll make you hate them. And it's a slow process because when you, when they discard you and they give you the sign treatment, they come back around because they think you missed them. Are you go ahead and you reach out to them because you sit there in the back of your mind because you, you might be, you might, you might believe that you're in the wrong. <sighs> you might believe that you are in the wrong. And so you are going to go back to these narcissistic Jezebel spirits and you're going to try to make amends with them, even though they were the ones who started the turmoil in your life. They attacked you, but you want to be the bigger Christian Israelite brother, sister. You want to Matthews 18 them and come to a conclusion and amendment. No, take that up to God. Cause some people are not safe. You can text them. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't apologize when I know I was in the right. I'm not. That's just weird to me. That's that's enabling. Um, that's enabling a person. And that's just weird. I'm not doing it. That has nothing to do with pride. But if you can, if you practice self, I, uh, I, uh, if you practice self-examination, if you can think inwardly, I'm a very analytical person. I can see things from multiple sides. So I know when I'm wrong 
And if I know I'm not wrong and I know I was attacked, I'm not. Why? Why would I? That's like going up to your murder or murderer who murdered your child and saying, I'm sorry. You can offer them forgiveness. But why say sorry? And see, that's what they want. They want you to develop a hardened heart for your other brothers and sisters who might not have that that uh, that might not have that. They might not have that um, personality disorder. You know, they just might be, they might, they might have a personality disorder, like borderline personality disorder. They might just suffer from, they might just, nobody's, I don't really feel like, I, I don't know. Some people hide their normalcy or their, their triggers or their problems very well. But, you know, eventually if you, I'm not the type to taunt people, but if you talk to people long enough, most people have traumas. It's just how you handle it. If you let it take you over, you know, you know, as long as you don't let it take you over or turn you into a demon, those demons didn't see that turmoil in you and attack it. And they didn't see that dark spirit in you and they didn't attack it. And they didn't turn, make you turn into the, 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 they didn't make you turn into the person that hurts you. You're good to go. You might have sometimes get depressed. You might get anxiety. That's a demon attack trying to get into you. And I know it sounds crazy, but I'm telling you, this is a spiritual world war out here. And so, um, yes, you guys, you guys got to understand, man. This is really, really real to me. This is really, really, really real. Um, and I want to kind of sum this stuff up because I bet you this is a long <laughs> a long one and I'm my bad I wanted to only be 20 minutes and you know I'd be talking <sighs> but yes yeah, so they're high-minded and lovers and pleasures more they're they're lovers and pleasures more than more than love lovers of God and they're despisers um, they're truth, they're truth breakers and they're false accusers. So I want to go into the false accusers real quick before I, I close this out. A lot of narcissistic, um, psychopathic, antisocial per- per- personality disorders, usually they like to victim blame and victim shame, or they like to turn around and be the victim themselves. And so the false the false accusers usually are people who who I, I liken it to also people who try to project themselves and make you look like you are just like them. So usually these people who are narcissistic, psychopathic people, right when they offend you, instead of fixing things with you and, you know, trying to keep things, be, you know, work the relationship out like, hey, you know, I messed up, you know, I you care. I care about you. No, what they'll do is. They'll go behind your back and talk to everybody, you know, and start a smear campaign and they will make you look like you are them. And so now you got to battle through people's perceptions of you and then you got to also deal with forgiving them. So a lot of these people who you see nowadays who are um, personality disorder that I mentioned, they will be false accusers, too. They will, um, they will be, uh, despisers of those who are good. So, you know, you, you have high morals, you have high standards, you have expectations, you 
you actually have the fruits of the spirit in you where you can you can you know i've been teased numerous times by these narcissistic people for loving my animals for loving my cats like there's always that that um and i don't i don't really like people who tease people for owning animals like especially you know if you're a cat woman I'm going to go here real quick. I am a cat woman. I had my cat for almost 13, 14 years. I had him since I was in my early 20s. I've had, had people tease me as if I am going to have sex with my animal, as if I'm going to, as if I won't find a man because I, or I have my cat and he's now my man or, um, you know, I will never find a man because I have a cat, you know, or, you know, you might have to get ready. Your, somebody actually suggested a few people, two people have, and these are narcissistic, psychopathic people. They have suggested that I get rid of my animal, my cat. And so I can find myself a man. These people have suggested this. And my thing is like, why are you putting down someone who has the capability to love an animal like cats everybody knows sometimes cats can be the most not my cat but cats can be you know my girl cat yes yeah, she's kind of no cats are dope as hell let me not lie i love cats okay i love it if i go to your house and you got a cat or a dog or any type of animal oh, i'm gonna try to pet it a snake i don't care i love animals i love god's creatures they're beautiful he is so awesome the way he made so many animals. Sometimes I definitely feel bad about eating them. That's why I try to keep it down. I'm a vegan slash kind of sometimes I eat meat. I feel bad about it. Like I really do. Um, I Passover was kind of difficult because I think lambs are hecka cute. They're so cute. And it was like so hard to eat it because I was like, oh, and the flesh of it was just so dense and it hurt my stomach. And I was like, all right, I'm only going to eat lamb once a year for Passover. And that's it. I can't do it. But anyway, back to this. I love animals. And so narcissistic people will shame you for being capable of loving even an animal because they say cats are like selfish. They're just for themselves. They only want to, you know what I mean? Like everybody has seen those memes about cats just, you know, only wanting you to feed them and clean their kitty litter. Not my cats, like I said. My cats are awesome. You know, my cat, he has... Um, when I'm sometimes feeling like down and or I'm feeling sick, he, he literally just, I don't, of course he can't understand me, but I think he feels me. And so he'll sit down on my lap and just stare at me and start purring. And it's, he's done this a few times where he, he's, he knows that there's something going on with me and he tries to calm me down. And, you know, there's lots of videos on how dogs go to their owner's like they say their owner died and the dog will go to the graveyard and, and grave and, and lay on the grave, the grave site and just lay there and you can see them whimpering. I mean, like animals are very intelligent. And so I just don't like people who try to make fun of people who love their animals. Like that's just very weird. And are making fun of people who who actually are kind hearted, who, you know, like working with the disenfranch, working with homeless people and especially as working with homeless people who could be racist that that you got to have a special kind of heart to still feel empathy for a racist and I'm going to say it and and I can't I I have racist people <sighs> excuse me sorry somebody is being heck of rude 
calling me without my permission. But I had racist people who are, you know, at the homeless shelter who were super racist. And I still had the ability to have at least a little bit of empathy for what they are going through. Because I didn't want my heart to turn cold just because I'm dealing with some dumb racist person. That's all on them. Um, but you know, I've had people tell me, why do you care about these white people? Who cares about them? They're, they're dirty. They don't care about you. I couldn't do that job. You know, I'll just let them die. I mean, like there's people out there who don't care. I mean, they're your nurses. They're your doctors. They're your counselors. They don't like people. Same thing with, you know, they're possibly definitely, definitely are white people who have the same exact feelings towards black people when they come into their office wherever wherever line of business they are but there's a ethical code that hopefully these people follow in a in a godly code now we do know that there are people who do experiments on black people that you know like right now they want to turn to covid19 black people are about to be the face of experiments for these people um, these scientists that want to experiment and do the, the the vaccinations, you know, look up to Tuskegee Airmen. They always use black people as an experiment. But anyway, I'm digressing. So any type, any if you have any type of good godliness in you, it's gonna look bad. It's they're, they're not gonna like you. In fact, they're gonna try to <sighs> destroy you. So it says, um, number six, Second Timothy's three. Uh, verse six, it says, for of this sort, which creep into the house and leave captive silly women laden with sin, led away with diverse lusts. So I can definitely, you know, that's again, going to narcissistic, psychopathic people. They have a high sex drive. They usually have a harem of women or men, you know, the women if they're who are narcissistic, they have their men who have their, they they have a man for their dinner. They have a man for their bills. They have a man for this, 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 this. Or, you know, they're really good at, I, from what I've observed from narcissistic women is they are, the way they keep their men who are their, their, their supply, they, they treat them like crap. They talk, they belittle these men. They, they, um, they don't support the men, but then sometimes they will, you know, like it's the same thing with a narcissistic men. These women are wicked as hell. I mean, they're wicked. I, 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 I observed a great, beautiful man be talked to like a dog because his wife is miserable and she doesn't like him. These women usually are the type of women that try to control their husbands, bark at them. They can't they don't like to be submissive towards their husbands. Um, they like to be in control at all times. They are very, very jealous of any other woman that comes around their husband. They, 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 they got to make sure that their husband talks a lot of crap about the other woman who's around her husband before she can trust him around any type of female friends. I, like I said, I've seen these things. Narcissistic women are just as bad as men. But, you know, nobody believes that women can be narcissistic. The majority of women are narcissistic. Um, they have a high mindedness to them that and a haughtiness to them, especially sometimes the daughter of Zion. Like there's a lot of Israelite women I came across who are stuck up and mean. That's just how it is to it. I mean, they are. There's a lot of Christian 
people who I come across who are high-minded, who think they're holier than thou, and these are women, because they, again, it goes down to that great memory retention of Bible verses, but not really living up to it. And also just being a horrible person and then being able to hide behind, well, I'm a woman, you know, that feminist stuff and blah, blah, blah. So and then the whole thing, so leading, uh, so that whole thing, leading captive women laden with sin, um, leading them into diverse lusts. Lust. So, I mean, you can have a woman do the same thing as a man can in that whole thing in that whole what that whole scripture I just read because women can lust is not just with sex lust can be multiple facets of things it could be less for friendship less for job less with this car this person has a lot of females narcissistic women they always in psychopaths they always try to produce jealousy in you so if you don't have a husband they will try to like you know I wouldn't say brag, but they will, you know, even though they're treating their husband like crap, when you're around, it's like, oh, baby, you're so hot. Oh, baby, you, I love you so much. You're just the best husband ever. Look at what you did. I'm so happy I have you. And, oh, you know, and then they turn to you and say, you know what, sis, we need to find you a husband, you know, like that kind of stuff, you know, and so they will try to get you to lust after what they have by making you feel bad about what you lack so with the men there's a lot of men especially like israelite men who are out here um lusting after women and creating um snares in the woman's walk where they know that these men you know these these israelite men and these people who are in the world you know they, you know, if you're on a dating site, you know, you go on a dating site. I'm going to first talk about people in the world before I go to Israelite and Kirsten men. You go on a dating site and you know you you're, you met this guy and he's like, I want to wipe. He's giving you the whole spill on blah, 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 eh, all that bull crap they tell you. All, that, all those games that they put on their website, right? On their face, on their profile. You know, I don't do dating sites. I don't do them, but I've seen them and they're, they're laughable because a lot of women who are looking for love, they believe these men. And so anyway, I want love and I'm looking for this and blah, blah, blah. And then when you meet him, he's like on the first or second date trying to have sex with you. That man ain't looking for nothing but an easy lay. And he's hoping that you're a silly woman that can be led astray and get some AIDS or herpes or get laid up with the baby or have some bitterness to you because he don't want nothing from you but your vagina. So the man in the truth, they'll read you Bible verses, Christian men, you know, they'll, they'll wait, they'll wait a little bit. But in those conversations, you, you can definitely start seeing the sexual tension or, you know, they'll start giving you, laying you over to those diverse lusts by talking about marriage, by talking, you know, future faking you like a lot of narcissists love to do. They future fake you. They'll tell you they'll lay out a future for you, but they know they're never going to deliver on it. So, um, you're what I'm, I want to, so yes, what I'm trying to say is y'all just be careful in the end times, these spirits are going to be prevalent, 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 prevalent. Well, they are prevalent and they're going to be prevalent. They're going to be big time. And if you are a person who attracts them, you know, at, at first I used to be like victim shaming myself, like, damn, what's wrong with me? Let me, I need to change. No, be 
blessed because understand that means you got some light in you you got something that they lack and, and you're like you're like they're the moths and you're the flame and as soon as they get to you they're gonna burn then they can't have you so they're just they're just angry because they can't get close to you so they got to destroy you so this little moth that they are they got little buckets and they're trying to put your light out by doing all these weird tactics towards you be happy that you are one of these people who are part of your non-sheeple just be happy be happy and um yeah so um I just want to get on here real quick I'm sorry excuse me uh, for making this so long I usually don't but obviously I have to get it out and I just want to talk about this because you know I now am coming to the conclusion and I understand now why these things are happening um, to me and to other people who might have this issue honestly I don't get to meet that many people who attract narcissists the only people I know who say they know about narcissism usually unfortunately I feel like some of them are narcissists um I I, I don't know I I really would like to meet people who um are you know does not meet them but talk to some people just to get a more understanding as to what other people go through um outside of myself but I can only talk about my experience and bring it out on this platform and you know I hope you guys whoever listens to this you guys enjoyed it and um you know um definitely stay prayed up um and remember don't let these people make your heart hard hard don't do it keep your joy keep your peace meditate read your scriptures Get close to the most high in these times. Um, Try to stay away from things that make you um, become a a hardened person. Like don't watch the news too much. Stay, stay in your Bible, read revelations, read, uh, read Timothy, second Timothy's, read Corinthians, get into your Bible, read Matthews. I mean, these are great books to kind of show you what you're going to be facing in these times. And um, yeah, with that, I say Shalom. Shalom.